Well, welcome back into the program. As we have seen now in the news almost nonstop, the numbers continue to come in, and we are seeing former President Donald Trump's numbers and, and lead just continue to widen in, in many of the, the states. Uh, majorities all over the place now in, in Georgia, even in Michigan, where he lost by 155,000 votes. So not only within the GOP, uh, his lead continues to widen, but nationally, even in the hypotheticals, it continues to expand despite all of the trouble that he's had on on a personal front. And joining us is Maryland National Committee woman, uh, Nicole Ambrose, Fox News strategist also. Nicole, thanks for joining the program. What's your take on all this as you continue to see it unfold? Great to be with you. Well, I think I, I actually trace this back. You know, you, you see Trump's lead grow by double digits, even just since November, right? I mean, he's gained another 10 to 15 points over the holiday season when people generally don't pay that much attention to politics. So the big question is why? And I trace it back. I look at even this summer you had polls where Trump would win in every category, the economy, who would do best, Trump, you know, the border, who would do best, Trump. But when it would get to the question of who is the most electable or who can beat Joe Biden? That is where DeSantis back this summer would win that one question. And I think now that people have gotten kind of more comfortable with this partisan, um, these partisan legal battles going on in these deep blue cities, now that people feel uh, they understand that a little bit better. Plus now that you see these polls where Donald Trump is beating Joe Biden by four points, which is beyond the margin of error, kind of takes care of the electability issue. So you had GOP voters out there saying, I just want to win, um, but, you know, will people vote for Trump in general? I'm not sure. Or, um, you know, can Trump beat Joe Biden? Now that they see him beating the sitting president by more than four points, I think that's why you're seeing these extra 10 to 15 points of gravitation towards Donald Trump in the GOP tri- primary. Yeah. And from a strategy standpoint, Nicole, what, as you look at him not making these appearances in the debates, certainly these people have all been, you know, DeSantis, Haley, and, and even Christie, especially in the last one, have been very much cannibalizing one another. And yes. you know, there's mockery going on on there and for him not showing up. But it almost seems like that was in arrear is a very smart move because he separated himself so far from them. It's almost like the elephant in the room all the time that this is all for, it's a charade. There, none of them really stand a chance of, of winning that, that uh, primary. Well, I'm really grateful that we've had these Republican debates and grateful that you, you know, we have a great party with a great bench with all these folks out there who had um, debates and could get their opinions across and that. Americans could hear what it's like to be a Republican and hear people explain it in different ways. I think all that is very good for the party. But yes, Trump's lead continued to grow. I understand if you're on, you know, the Trump campaign, you're saying, okay, I'm so far in the lead. If I'm leading, you know, the field by 50%, why would I show up? Um, Now the debates are over. He's nearly at 70%, according to the latest Fox poll and, you know, in the 60s and pretty much every poll out there in December. So it's all working out very well for him. But I think um, this is where Donald Trump has got to pull out um, his, you know, one of his best skills, which is marketing and PR, because it's going to be entirely up to him to continue to define what's going on 
with these different legal cases, try to simplify it, boil it down as much as possible. Um, and at the same time, just make clear to America, you know, were you better off under my presidency? Absolutely. How do you like this 20% inflation you've gotten under Joe Biden at the grocery store? Not very much. Has he made your life harder? Yes. Can we fix this? Yes. So he's got to use his uh, great marketing and PR skills to to help us turn the ship around. In 2020, we had a very emotional race, right? People were locked in their homes. They didn't get out much. For the most part, aside from COVID, their lives had been going so well under the Trump presidency. Um, and so now, if, if the president seals the deal and closes out this nomination, um, it is just up. He, he's got to continue with that great skill set of defining yeah. why a Republican president can make Americans' lives so much better. Sure. And that's an interesting point you just made during during COVID, being locked in, feeling so many of the of the pain points that we had not felt in quite a long time. The, the economics of that become quite clear statistically. What I find fascinating about this race in particular is watching now him emerge as a as a very clear statistical favorite in the in the twenty to thirty age range, which is really not one that we equivalent all of us. We think typically the younger people tend to lean more at least socially liberal, and certainly that wasn't the case four years ago. Those those same twenty five year olds, let's just say, in your estimation, they're not feeling the economics pinch the way that a forty five year old with a few kids would. What? Is there any reason that you can think of that he has suddenly really started emerging as a favorite in that crowd? Actually, I, I, I might counter that one part of the statement. I think if you've graduated from college or you're trying to establish yourself in a career, you are not able to uh, – m- many of these folks are not able to get the job they want under Biden's economy. They certainly can't afford a mortgage to buy a home and start a family under, with 8% interest rates on a home. I mean Biden has made the American dream unattainable for so many. So if you are lucky enough to already be in a home to you know, have lower interest rates on your car or your house or what have you – you can at least kind of tread water a little bit. But if you were trying to advance yourself, Biden's economy has entirely stopped that. So I think folks, you know, they might have heard, you know, <clears throat> their mom say, I don't like the way he talks or he, you know, says me has mean tweets. But I think most people look at it and say, I'd rather have a mean tweet than not be able to buy a house or yeah, afford my bills. Nicolie, if you were to put on your other hat, which is not your other hat, but if you were to switch hats for a minute in terms sure. of the RNC, this this has to underscore then the, the work that the Biden campaign has to be doing. Where, where can they start plugging holes? I mean, they're watching this thing start to sink on them and saying, wow, this is really we are in jeopardy here. What can they do? Um, well, they're challenged because Joe Biden cannot physically get out much. It's been very clear, right? They put a lid on this man's schedule at two o'clock most days if you ever even see him. So, you know, he might've gotten away with that in 2020, running a campaign from a basement and shooting out a few videos and having Obama, you know, share a video every once in a while. I just don't think this is gonna work in 2024. People are sick of having a chief executive who cannot do his job, and I don't think they can cover it up anymore. Yeah, and that's something that we can't 
we can't measure. I mean, we, right. uh, I am very reticent to, typically to, to tease at all or, or point to simply age or, or, you know, cognitive ability. Clearly there is something there that has, has waned, especially over the last few years. It didn't seem to be all that good four years ago. But mm-hmm. the reality is I think most people must be looking at this to a degree and say, yeah, there's not a huge difference between, you know, 77 and 80 or 82. But clearly there is a difference between the two men in terms of the robustness of, the, of their abilities. And is that starting to, even if people don't say that out loud, are they thinking, mm-hmm. boy, that is one fragile looking man who's really not making it through um, these press conferences all that well? Well, I, I think everyone can't help but notice it. But I'm going to go back to our youngest voting demographic. And I actually, and this is a really sad commentary, but I believe that Joe Biden's presidency has made our youngest voters very ageist. I think he's really done a disservice to kind of the standing of, you know, older American citizens. As we all know, you can be very functional and completely mentally able um, as an older American and uh, sure. I, I just, I mean, my gosh, I have kids we myself, agree. and they're terrified of getting old looking at Joe Biden. It's really a sad commentary on our society. <laughs> Absolutely. We, Nicolee, thanks so much you for your guidance capable. and expertise on this matter. We would love to hear from you on this. Is it is it strictly an age issue? Are you, is, is it, are you being just inundated with so much in the news cycle that you're starting to grow tired of the weaponization of some of these charges up against former President Trump. And is that why it's happening? What's your opinion on this? 800-859-0957. Lines will be open after the break. We'll see you back here in just a few.